0: Welcome to the Whole Equestrian Podcast. We're here bridging the gap between riding and wellness, discussing topics related to mindset, fitness, nutrition, and community. Our mission is to promote health and happiness through our love of horses. As you guys might have noticed, it's just me, Tyler, here today. Um, We're doing a little bit of a bonus episode, get you guys some extra content. Um, We brought on Jenna from the Smart Equestrian Planner. If you haven't followed us on social media, we did four giveaways in the month of November as part of our Thanks and Giving episode. And Jenna was really generous to give us one of her equestrian planners as a giveaway, and we think they're just so great because they really go along with what we talk about on this podcast, setting goals, achieving them, really having a direct vision for your life and taking control of things that you can take control of. So I had the opportunity to sit down with Jenna and talk about how she created the Smart Equestrian Planner, a little bit about goals, a little bit about health and mindset and everything that we talk about on the podcast um so we hope you like this different format and um we appreciate emily she was on the back side of this helping me come up with questions for the interview and everything and once we kind of figure out our recording from different locations we'll hopefully be able to do these kinds of interviews with all three of us on board but um Just given that I have relocated to my winter home in Ocala and Emily's still in Pennsylvania, this is what we have. Um, We really appreciate you for listening. And as always, um, feedback is encouraged. Like us on Facebook and uh, Instagram at The Whole Equestrian and leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and uh, SoundCloud. I know we're trying to get some more platforms available for you guys in 2020. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. All right, guys, I'm here with Jenna Knutson, who made the smart equestrian planner um, that we did on our last giveaway. And we wanted to talk to her about goal setting. Um, so Jenna, welcome. Um, do you want to start with kind of your story and what has inspired you to make this Planner for Equestrians?
1: Sure. Absolutely, Tyler. And thanks so much for having me on this. I love podcasts because it's just it's nice to hear a voice behind a concept on Facebook or, you know, everything's so techy now. I love personal stuff, interviews, all of that. So thanks for having me. Um, so the story behind the Planner It's a long story, so I'm gonna shorten it to the Cliff note version. So I grew up in Rye, New York. I started riding when I was about four years old. My dad rode, his dad rode, so we definitely have horses in our DNA. My mom said, you know, the first time I saw a pony, I was just like, that's what I want. And she tried to steer me towards ballet, it didn't work. So I rode all through my childhood. I did kind of the typical Westchester scene of the show circuit. Um, we did not come from a ton of money, so I was one of the kids mucking stalls and braiding and working my way through the show scene, which I loved. I, I thought all of it was fantastic. Like, I was just as happy mucking a stall as riding, so I was definitely one of those kids. And then from there, I rode through high school. I stopped riding in college, and I got up to Metal McClay. So I, you know, I did some fun jumping stuff. Um, definitely not natural horsemanship, it was old school. And then I went to college and I stopped riding for a while. Then right after college, the you know I got the bug again and I was just about to buy a horse and I was married and I got pregnant. So I had my two kids and as soon as they were, like they were still babies, I thought, you know what? We need horses in our life. So I got a horse again. My daughter, Katie, got a pony before she could walk, and I just basically started the whole lifestyle over again. And then it's different. you know. Now, now I'm a grown mom with kids, and then as life will have it for 50% of us, I went through a really hard divorce, and in that divorce, I lost my horse farm. I had to sell five horses, which was basically like selling my children. And my life just went, it spiraled down so fast, like I could have never thought could happen. And I went through a bankruptcy, my house went into, my farm went into foreclosure, my car got repoed, like every financial tragedy happened. I sunk into a depression. Here I have two little kids, I don't know what I'm going to do. And what I thought to myself, I got a mentor, I found a coach who would work with me. And what she said to me, she's like, you know what, you have to start planning your days. Cause I said to her, I'm just in this black hole. Like, this is not me. I'm goal-oriented. And all of a sudden my goal was like just to make it through my day with my kids. And we started planning things. And I just had like a loose leaf, some type of notebook. And every day it started so simple. Like my plans were not elaborate, but it was just to do one thing for self-care, you know, one thing for what did I want to do? But I, that planner became like this, um, just this hope for me. You know, if I could plan it, if I could write it down, then it could happen. And I'm not kidding. I literally planned myself out of all of that depression and anxiety and all of it. And I got my life back in order. I became a health coach, which I loved. I've always been into physical fitness. And so I started coaching women in health and that went really well, and I built this amazing organization with another company. And then, because of corporate greed, that company went bankrupt. So all of a sudden, I had my life pulled out from under me again. But this time, I was like, you know what? Now I know how to get out. It's planning, more than things get. I'll get into, but that's that was like the tangible part. So. The women that I had been health coaching, they said to me, well, you're not with this company anymore, but we'd love for you to still coach us. Do you want to still be a coach? So I thought, all right, well, this is my next career move. So I started coaching women in life coaching. I did a lot of New York City women who come up to the Hudson and recreate themselves. And I had a great time. It was fun. And then my daughter said to me, mom, why don't you just work with equestrians? Like that's your passion. Those are your people. And I said, well, but there's no such thing. And she's like, are you kidding me? You're the queen of possibility. Make it happen. So I basically said, you know what? I'm a life coach for equestrians. And I just turned all my expertise and all of my knowledge to just our you know, our people. And I started going barn to barn to barn, doing goal setting and health and riding goals. And it was really fun. But the one complaint everyone had to me is they said, Jenna, when you leave the barn, when you're gone, everything fizzles. Like, we don't stay on track. There's no accountability. So I was like, huh, what what can I do for that? And then I was like, right, my planning, like, that's what they don't have. So five years ago, I developed a planner, and that's the Smart Equestrian Planner. And it's taken off ever since. Like, that was the missing component, was having a tangible – something to write in to do vision pages all of that so i did that for two years on the third year i created the smart equestrian group on facebook and then things we took off that's our cyber barn where everyone supports each other and shares information and so anyway that's the short version of how the smart equestrian planner was born
0: no that's awesome i know that like um emily and i like have a similar story for like creating the whole equestrian like you know each of us has had our own struggles that have brought us to where we are today but we um we had a goal-setting night last year on um new year's and it was just like Emily had heard about it on a podcast they had done 18 goals for 2018 and she was like Tyler I want to do this I want to do a goal-setting night and let's do 20 goals for 2019 and you know we sat down and we wrote We wrote everything out and um, we just kind of like got together and the podcast wasn't even one of those goals, but just kind of the momentum from the night made us so inspired to like do something and create something. So it's kind of taken us on this journey.
1: Absolutely. There's such power of doing it with other people. So I do exactly what you did on Facebook Live, except there's over 600 women in our group from all over the world. So imagine the power of being on something, and you're thinking to yourself, hundreds of equestrian women are doing this with me. Like, there's real group energy that's just amazing.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And I think, it, like, it's really great for, um, like, our communities. Like, Emily and I are creating the the whole equestrian all into mindset, fitness, nutrition and community. And we kind of talk about goals every time. So like it's just like a very natural um, segue for for both of us here.
1: Absolutely. It meshes together perfectly.
0: Um, So as far as goal setting is concerned, since you're kind of a a goal guru, um, I know like I, I know what smart goals are and everything like that. But can you kind of like go through like what makes goals, one that you're actually going to achieve versus, you know, goals that are very unclear and undirected.
1: So that's a fantastic question. And the beginning of the planner is your vision pages. And that's the step before the goals. And the reason we do that is vision page, like the vision you have for your life, that's different than specific goals. That's a feeling that's a, an overall like, Jenna, this is how I want my life to look and it's how you live an ideal day, it's who you show up as, as an empowered equestrian in the world. So we do vision pages first, because when you look at that every day, that's what I call your why, it's why you're getting out of bed, it's why you're throwing hay at four in the morning, it's why you're driving the truck and trailer at 2 a.m. to get to the horse show, it's all of that. So we start with vision pages and we really get equestrian's juices flowing and you know your vision pages are effective if they actually make you cry like these are good tears <laughs> these are like yes this is the life i really want right so from those from that vision then we break it down And we break it down into financial goals because as horse people, we all know money is important. We break it down into career and business goals. Do you have a career that you want to move up in? Are you happy where you're at or do you want to start a new business? You know, that's huge for a lot of women equestrians. Health and fitness is probably our top goal because if we're not healthy and we're not strong, everything else just falls apart. partner having connection in this world really is what makes people happy Um, riding goals of course because if you don't know where you're going you're going to get nowhere and then one that I add that is not in most planners is community goals because I really want equestrians to raise their awareness about how are we giving back and that can even be in the equine world you know with horse rescue so in the planner all of those are mapped out And then you're asked questions to to sort of dig out, like, what about those goals do you want to do? Because say health and fitness, like for some people, it is inspiring to say, I want to be this weight, where for other people, putting a number on the page just discourages them. So if being strong and fit is your goal and that inspires you, then that's your goal. And that I'm a little different than a lot of coaches because they want specifics, I only tell people to do that if it actually inspires them. But if it doesn't, if it discourages you, then that's not your system. So part of my system is finding what actually works for people, not just saying this is the way you do it.
0: Yeah, I think that's really good cuz like it's sometimes like when you start to get into like self-improvement and goal setting like you you get the picture of like what you want to be and you know, for some people, it can be very, like, inspirational. It's like someone else is doing it, so can I. And, like, you just kind of, like, set your focus on that. But for other people, it can kind of create this tension of if you're jumping in from the completely other end of the spectrum, you start to get really stressed out about it, about where you are in regards to where you're going. So, like, kind of having the goals along the way that say, no, you know what, I I am achieving... And I'm working towards where I'm going, not just like, oh, like, I'm, I'm not where I want to be. So this sucks.
1: That's exactly right. And so what I've learned over, like, I've been coaching now for over a decade. So I have seen what inspires people and what pulls people away from the path of, you know, staying with progress. So one, I really emphasize that progress is part of your goal. You know, it's not, because some people reach the goal, they don't even celebrate, and now they're on to the next goal. I, I try not to create goal junkies because I want people to love their life ultimate goal. But here's a really good example some people like to make a huge, lofty goal, like something, you know, and you hear this all the time dream so big that it scares you a little, and, and that's great. If that works for you that for some people will actually shut them down and they'll do nothing so I put that out there and I say this is what inspires you reach for it for other people I say guess what let's make some incremental goals let's do tiny things some people need the little wins and then they build that muscle and they feel great and then you can stretch them so I'm really sensitive that there's all kinds of people out there and in the end Like my underlying intention is that people have fun while they're achieving their goals. Because if you can at least get them to enjoy themselves, they'll stick with it. As soon as you're a joy sucker, they're like, yeah, this goal stuff is not for me.
0: Yeah, I think it's actually interesting. It goes a lot along the lines of um, there's like a sports psychology concept as far as like visualization is concerned. And sometimes like... Positive visualization is like alone is not good for some people because if they just like think so positively, they don't consider the things that could go wrong. And then when the little like blip does happen, they don't know how to deal with it. So those people need to, you know, kind of visualize going through obstacles and struggles and overcoming them and and it still ends up being positive because you're overcoming challenges but you're not ignoring the challenges whereas other people confronting those challenges and visualizing challenges will make them so nervous and so afraid to even try that those people you want to say don't even think about that just focus on the positive
1: absolutely see like just what you said that's exactly what i deal with every day and there's all different kinds of people so i guess one of the winning formulas with this planner is that the way it's written you can go all of directions tyler like they you can write in the tiniest things you can write in huge things but what what really works is that i coach within the community 365 days a year i'm in there every single day and when you have consistency, when you have a community that says, hey, you fell off the bandwagon and you haven't exercised for a week, that's okay. We're still here. Come back. Hey, you fell into a depression and you know things weren't great, but now you want to get a fresh start. That's okay. Hey, come back. So I think what, what I love about community is you become who you hang out with. So, our group, we really consider ourselves empowering equestrians. And what that means is we don't care what discipline anyone's background is. You can be liberty work, you can be Grand Prix. All of us are still people. And if you work on yourself, if you are on a personal growth journey, you will show up for your horse and for your discipline as your best self. So the group is not, I mean, we talk about riding, of course, and we talk about horses, and we share lots of equestrian things, but that's, the emphasis is on growing ourselves as people. So that's, you're really hitting it on the head that it's really about kind of serving everybody's needs.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, everything is relatable, like no matter what level you're at like from the young riders just started to the adult amateur who took 10 years off of riding and is just getting back into it even to like this person that's pursuing the olympic dream there's always the same challenges with goals and goal setting it's just different goals and different levels of goals
1: that's exactly right it's so if it, my daughter is 19 and she's in college and she's on the riding team and she laughs she's like mom my same issues are your issues we're just worlds apart you know because you're still a person and but it's all relatable and when you break it down it's everyone really trying to find like who they are in the world what is their best way to achieve a goal You know, what, what are we here to do? And then you wrap that around that we all live this equestrian lifestyle. That's not a hobby. It's a lifestyle. Like we all know we're so devoted. We do things that normal people are like, are these people crazy? But we know like that it's our crazy and we love it. So the coaching really wraps around people who get up at 4am, you know, how do you still get exercise in? Um, the abundance factor horses are so expensive let's not tippy toe around that fact how can we make extra money how can equine businesses support other equine businesses I mean one of the things I really promote there's so much competition out there in the ring and then in the world what if we really supported each other all of us Like, what would that look like in the equestrian world and it would look freaking amazing is what it would look like
0: yeah definitely I think like that's so important like especially when you do get into competition and Emily and I talk about this all the time we say like you know like you want to be that person who's like come off course and like sees the next person going in and be like look like you know that was a tight five in that one line like you you better hang out on the turn a little bit or like just giving those little tips and supporting each other because like it is a competition but at the end of the day like we all need to be here for each other.
1: Absolutely. And every bit of support that you give to someone comes back to you tenfold. Like karma is a real thing. So it just the energy that you put out into the world, horseshoes back around at you always so it, it as much as you think you're benefiting someone else, you're also helping yourself.
0: Now, another topic that I I want to touch on because it's something that Emily and I um, have definitely talked about before and dealt with, but it would be just interesting to get another opinion. I think a lot of times, um, like from your story, especially these goal settings and life transformations come from struggles and dark places. And unfortunately, um, I think burnout is a very real thing in the horse world. And so one of the the best things for burnout is obviously having goals that connect to your purpose. Are there other tactics that you use um, when people start to feel burnt out?
1: Absolutely. So I'm looking at the planner page right now, the way that it's set up. The first thing that we do every single day is set an intention. There's a line there for how do you intend to live today? And that really helps people with burnout because when you feel a sense of control, when you feel like today I'm going to feel grateful, today I'm going to feel energetic, you're setting the tone. So right there, I think with so many riders, because they work physically so hard all day, they're just exhausted. They're mentally, physically, emotionally exhausted. So right off the bat, you're starting with, you're setting the tone, you're in charge. So that's energizing. The second part of the planner that we do every single day is a practice where you write out three things you're grateful for and why. And gratitude grounds people and helps you really feel, I could talk to you for an hour about gratitude, but gratitude is the key to everything, to loving your life in the minute and to also creating everything else you want. So those two are how they that they self-care. And I think this is where, like I was going to say 90%, but a lot of equestrians fall short. Our horses are on smart, smart pack, getting, Acupuncture, the chiropractor's coming. We would dare not miss a vet appointment or a farrier appointment. I mean, we obsess about our horses. Meanwhile, we're like hunched over, back, all these things. So, if you can help someone create some habits, so our big thing is the morning. If you own your morning, which can be even just half an hour, that you wake up half an hour earlier, you meditate, you stretch you do a few little rituals that set you up, that self-care will stop you from burning out. If you don't, if you eat junk food, don't hydrate, don't stretch, all of that, at some point you break down. So it's about consistency. It's about what a.m. rituals are you doing every day? Are you getting enough rest? You know, do you, if you don't take care of yourself, you will break down, and then who are you helping? So we help equestrians They don't want to be selfish, but if we're not selfish in self-care, things go really badly. So that's, like, the number one way to help people with burnout is to help them create days that really fuel them.
0: Yeah, and I think, too, like, I've definitely experienced when you're not incorporating those self-care rituals into your life the world kind of stops it for you Uh, like something will happen like something will come up and it's like if you don't slow down like something's gonna slow you down i i have you
1: get the flu and you're in bed for two weeks yeah you get mono or you know it's crazy you're right mother nature and your health will zap you down
0: I, you know, I had a, um, like a few years back, I broke my collarbone and like looking back, it was like, it was just right in the middle of a period where I was grinding so hard and not even paying attention to anything else that I'm like, wow, like that was the world sending me my wake up call. Like, hello, pay attention.
1: Absolutely. So what if ahead of that, you had someone saying, Hey, guess what? Getting a massage is a really good thing. It's not an indulgence. You should do it guess what, chiropractic care is amazing for you. If you stretch 10 minutes every morning, your body will thank you, things like that. Like, And I mean, we do this day in and day out. Well, people six months later, oh my God, Jenna, I, I do this every day now, like this, because people tend to do things in January, like everyone's got all this inspiration in January, but slowly it fades away and you fall off the path, But if you stay engaged with the group and you literally look at your planner page every day, you won't. You'll be reminded, oh, right, these are the things I said I wanted. And it's your plan. See, that's the other thing. It's not some guru saying, here's your plan. You must do this. It's you deciding this is what's best for me. So, I mean, it's empowering all the way around. And then the support is what makes you stick with it. So it's such a win-win situation.
0: Yeah, I think the support part is like the number one thing because I know like when I kind of started on my journey towards like self-improvement and stuff like I had a couple, you know, fitness tracker journals and everything like that and as soon as I would miss or slip up for a day like I just get like really bent out of shape and and now I'm looking at my book and I'm like well it's not a perfect streak anymore so I might as well just give up but when you have that group of people that's saying like no it's okay come back to it like you don't have to be absolutely perfect every day you're a human being and like just kind of having that self-love aspect to the growth um that's Amplified by having a group of people that love you is really what makes the change.
1: Absolutely. And for having over 600 women, you would think in the community that we're a family because people are so honest. They really bare their soul. And when I started it three years ago, there was five of us, which I giggle thinking back to that because I was like so protective of my five little chicks and I was the mama hen. And now it's like totally gone away from me. All these amazing people are in there. But I post really personal, real stuff. I mean, I've cried in there. I've totally embarrassed myself. I've shown my failures. And I think because I did it, it let everyone else do it. And it's, it's empowering to show your vulnerability and then show how you got yourself out. You know that's that's the realness because smiling and waving and just saying everything's great you know I'm strong I'm this I don't find that inspiring you know I find it more inspiring to really share their challenge and then share what they did to get beyond it that to me is amazing
0: definitely definitely um, so where can our listeners find you and your planner and your community so that they can get connected
1: Sure. So on Facebook, if you look up the Smart Equestrian Planner, there's a whole page. I'd love for everyone to just go read testimonials. There's, I mean, some of these women, the transformations we've seen over the past years have been amazing. So that's the page. Um, to purchase the planner, you can go to thesmartequestrian.com. Or if you're a Smart Pack user, you can order it. I partnered with Smart Pack, which is kind of a fun story. To, uh, to, do I have two seconds to show yeah
0: absolutely
1: okay. so, um, you know listen, I'm a one-woman show and I'm a single mom I have two children that I raise completely on my own and financial stuff was always hard for me so I was you know trying to be more businesslike and I thought who could I partner with who could help me with this planner and I thought well smart pack I like give them my last dime for my horse maybe they would help me so I emailed them and I tried to contact them for over a year and a half, and no one ever responded. And I was like, wow, that's just so unfriendly. I thought this was like a wear jeans and bring your dog type of place. So one day I just called, and I told the lady my whole thing. And she was like, well, I'll, I'll put you to the person who would be handling that. So I started talking to this woman, and as we're talking, she's like, oh, my God. I just went back into my spam folder, and there's like 30 messages <laughs> <laughs> really consistent and persistent and so she said why don't you drive down to Pack, which was six hours away and we'll talk so I drove down she was amazing she loved the planner and so we're a go and she says all right next month we're gonna do a webinar I'm gonna get you on with corporate it's gonna be great so the next month now I'm really excited this is gonna be amazing I get on the next month on the webinar and some new person gets on and says I'm sorry Susan was fired and I was like wait what fired and so they say, and, and we're not interested in your planner. Oh. So I was so devastated. And then another woman on the phone said, "You know what? I want to hear about it. Will you drive down again?" So I drove down, met them. She loved it, and so I've been with Smart Pack ever since. But it just, the story is to just say, like, you net, you have to keep going after your dreams. It's not always easy, and doors will be shut. But, if, like, this is a mission to me more than it's a business. I just, I want to help equestrians love their lives. So I'll just, I'll always be pushing forward.
0: Yeah, it's so funny how, like, the the persistence aspect. Like, people are like, oh, well, you know, like, I did it for one day and it didn't work. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> right. you have to keep right. trying. <laughs> Um, but I had like a summit like, uh, last year I had emailed the organizers of the USDA convention because I wanted to give a speech kind of about mindset and, and my journey and everything I'd been through. And, um, they had sent back and like, it was very positive, but they never followed up. And so this year with Emily and I having the whole equestrian, I sent them an email again and I was like, look, this is who I am. This is what I have going. Like I've grown, I've done this. I got my master's degree in sports psychology and I'd love to come talk at the convention and, um, we'll be leaving in a week to go up to Boston to do that, so...
1: That's amazing. Yeah. See, so you set your sight on a goal, and you made it come true. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. So are you... Um sports psychology are you going to use this in the equine like where's your future heading
0: um yeah so I am right now grooming for Jenny Brannigan who is on the training list um at high performance so we're hoping to do some big things as far as representing the country and teams um and so I thought that the sports psychology would be good just like being in that high level environment, representing the country, like going different places. Like that was my number one motivation to get it in the first place was like, I want to be in this high stakes environment and I want to know, you know, what kind of tactics I can use to keep, you know, myself like very focused throughout that. And then I think, um, you know, like eventually throughout this journey, I'd like to expand and help riders, um, and and the more that I learn about sports psychology, um, there's there's two ends of it, right? It's like, let's go and, and be the best, but let's also go and be our best. And so helping people be their best and, and actually enjoy the process because there's so much to people that get to the high level of performance and the enjoy, enjoyment gets completely stripped away from it. So how can we kind of blend this idea of striving to be great and achieve goals and and do all this stuff while not sacrificing feeling whole as a human.
1: I love that.
0: I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this special episode of The Whole Equestrian. We hope to have guests on in the future and sort out the microphone situation so I can have Emily on here with me as well Um, thank you so so much for listening I hope you were able to learn please connect with Jenna on social media connect with us on social media if you haven't yet Um, and we look forward to the growth for the future we're here bridging the gap between riding and wellness and in the meantime enjoy the ride